Welcome to the Reawakening You podcast, where we thrive and grow beyond trauma and abuse. I'm Michelle Spexarth, and this is episode number eight, taking 100% responsibility for yourself. Let's go. Hello, my friends. How has your week been? Um, we just came off of spring break and that was just so wonderful because we just really enjoyed chilling out and playing games and being together and watching movies and all the things. But now it's time to get back to the normal schedule. And so it's funny because it was so nice to have that time off. <coughs> but it was also it's also nice to get back to what we usually do. And it's just funny how that works out, but um, I don't know, makes me glad for both. <laughs> so today, what I want to talk to you about is being 100% responsible for you. Now, I wanted to start today off with a quote from Jim Rohn that I think is so fitting for this topic. You, may, you must take personal responsibility. You cannot change the circumstances, the seasons, or the wind, but you can change yourself. This seems like it has come up a lot this week for me, talking to friends, things I've been listening to, and just watching some things around myself. Now, I want to tell you that this one was a really hard pill, pill for me to swallow, and it's taken me some time to see the truth in it. I may have mentioned this before, but I will say it again. We're called to have self-control. I acknowledge this, and I do believe it is so important, but I believe it goes much deeper than I originally thought. And I have just recently started realizing that, and so I just thought this was the thing that, that called out to me to talk to you about this week. So here we are. Um, it's also so good because it means that we have control over ourselves. Best news ever because it also means we choose how we show up and how we decide to deal with all the things that come up in our life. I want to point out some things that we do to give our power of self away. And I'm going to go through them and then we're going to talk about each one of them separately so I can just expand on it. Blaming, complaining not listening to that inner voice because what the other person says makes sense, not following our boundaries that we've set for ourselves, not speaking up, passively allowing things, not doing the things we know we have set for ourselves to do because it seems hard or we just don't want to in that moment, and not taking risks because it seems scary. So let's look at blaming first. When you blame someone for something, you give all your power to them and you make yourself at their mercy. Now, I saw this quote from Dr. Dyer. I love Dr. Wayne Dyer. He just, he is such a peace bringer and um, he has passed away, but I think he's passed away, but um, I love his work. And so here's his quote, all blame is a waste of time. No matter how much fault you find with another, and regardless of how much you blame them, it will not change you. Instead, let's look at how we showed up in the situation. Did you lose your cool? Did you shout? Did you conduct yourself in a way that, that you brought your best? I can honestly tell you that, you know, sometimes I just don't. Um, and it's because I 
allowed myself to get out of control and take the words that the person said to me to heart. And when I did that, then I gave away all my power. Okay, so instead, let's look at how we showed up in this situation. There's a way to help yourself in this. Look at the situation and go inward. This means look at how you can view the situation and the best way that you can show up for it. Maybe the thing is over, but you can still look back and see a better way that you could have done it. We aren't going to get all the things right, but we can grow from an experience so we can improve it the next time or at least learn about yourself better with it. So maybe you can't change it, but you know what? What can you learn about yourself in the situation and then think about, okay, next time that something like this comes up, I want to handle it this way. Okay, so let's look at, the, at complaining. How about that? I have a rule in my household. Here it comes. If you're going to complain, you better bring a solution too. There is no complaining unless you have a way to make it better. When we complain, it means we see that there's a better way or that a way we think might be better isn't being considered. However, the only way this can happen is if you speak up. Yes, it is a risk, but you won't die. You will be heard and may even be respected more afterwards because you came with a solution that hadn't been thought of yet. Keep that in the front of your mind when you want to complain. It's just you wanting to not be heard by the person that you're complaining about. Face it, that is so empowering too. Okay, now, not listening to that inner voice. This is a biggie for me. I have a very strong inner voice. I believe it is God talking to me and letting me know which way I need to go. Here's the issue. You have to listen to it and listen for it. Our bodies also tell us when something doesn't sit well. Let's think about this because I want you to think about when you meet somebody, um, you get a feeling about them, right? Sometimes it's an icky feeling. Sometimes it's an amazing feeling. I can tell you that, um, was it last week? I was at a baby shower and there's a gal there that I had not met before. Well, there's lots of people there I didn't know, but this gal like, I don't know, there was just something about her and I just loved her instantly. And her and I sat down and visited together the whole time. And so I'm bringing that up because I just love her. And I mean, it was the first time we met, but I got that feeling about her that it was just good, that her and I would be a good fit for each other. And I really feel like we were. And that was so amazing. And I just, I love those things when they happen in life. But we also know like when we're at a party or maybe we meet somebody um, for the first time and we just kind of get an icky feel about them. That is, you need to honor that because that is telling you something too. Um, not all people are for us and that's okay. That's just the way it is. That's part of the 50-50 life. So I want you just to like, just kind of get in touch with that. When you get in tune with this and honor it, we will find that we have so much peace with ourselves even if everyone disagrees. For so long, I didn't listen to it and I just went along. By not honoring myself, I caused myself a lot of problems. I gave away all my power and I didn't take 100% responsibility for me. Next one, not following boundaries. Or in my case, not having any at all. 
Remember, boundaries are made so you can love you best. They are not to punish others, but to keep respect for yourself and let people know where you stand. When you set a boundary, it's going to sound like this. If this happens, then I will do this. And you can fill in your blanks with the thises. <laughs> it's so good. But it also, it keeps your, your position, but it doesn't threaten or anything else on the other person. Because the other person, if they choose to do the thing that you said, if this happens, then you, if you try to do something to them, then that is a punishment and that is external. But when you say, like, I'm just going to use an example of the skin. If you hit me, then I will leave. Um, that's pretty simple. Um, but you can put in, like I said, whatever you want for the thises. Next one, not speaking up. How many times do we not speak up because we don't want to look like the weirdo in the room or we don't want to cause a fight? When we come from a place of love, or maybe we just feel uncomfortable and we're like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to speak up, just for whatever reason. When we come from a place of love and peace and speak up, we can be heard and respected, or at least we can love and respect ourselves in that moment. This is so much better than being quiet and later regretting that we didn't speak up because what you say does matter. You are worthy. What you have to say is important too. Passively allowing things. <laughs> Let me paint a picture here. Your children are doing things that you don't want them doing. It's not destructive, but it's not something that you think they should do. You know, it's kind of like we, as parents, we have those borderline-y things. We're like, mm, eh, right? Okay, so you say nothing. You push it off as a passing phase or something they will grow out of. This continues to happen over time, and you say nothing, and you do nothing. Then one day you're talking about how awful your children are and how out of control they are. You allowed it, and so here you are. Again, 100% responsibility. You were given these children to guide them, and so it is our responsibility to guide them. And I learned as a parent that um, when I let the little things go, that they sometimes become big things. And if I could get my children to go do something else instead, that they typically didn't return to the thing that they should not have been doing in the first place. But that's a totally different topic. <laughs> but anyway, and I know that there's, you know, there's some things we just have to let go, but we have to really, we have to really measure that for ourselves. <clears throat> Okay, this is another one that I'm working on getting better on, but it is so important for success in whatever you choose to do. Not doing the things you have set for yourself to do. Here's an example on this one. Every Sunday I sit down and I make the school plans for the children and I do my calendar for the week. This helps give our week direction and keep me on track for the goals I have for them and for me. It's all fine and good to make these plans, but if I don't follow them through the week, I've created nothing I planned out to do, and school may or may not get done according to how the children feel on ambition. I have some that are, are amazing, and they just do their work, and um, then I have one that he needs direction, um, or he stalls out, <laughs> and he's just like, eh. 
And so, you know, in order to finish those plans and to keep us on task and to keep us on the schedule of when we're going to finish school, we've got to keep going. And every day we're focusing on the day. And when we can focus on the day, then the big picture happens. And we don't have to look at the big picture all the time. We just look at the day. Okay. Lastly, not taking risks. This could be the risk of speaking up or following the inner voice that tells you to do something that doesn't align with what everyone else is doing. Taking a risk is scary. It really is. I mean, let's just let's just put the monster, the elephant, as they say. Let's just acknowledge the elephant in the room. Scary things. They're just a part of our life if we're if we want to do anything bigger, I guess. Go ahead, embrace that and just tell that fear. Just come along too. But do it anyway. It might be that risking discipline for your children will make them act out in that moment. But in the long run, you know it's good. So again, invite that fear to come along for the ride and do the scary thing anyway. Only when we face it and see the outcome will we realize that it wasn't as bad as we thought it was going to be. I can tell you that I have been the drama llama in so many situations just for myself. And when I finally did the thing, I was like, oh, well, that wasn't so bad. Ugh, but I made such a big thing out of it. And it wasn't a big thing, but I made it a big thing. <laughs> okay, I want to leave you with this. When something happens, we get to choose how we show up. How we show up and respond will give us an outcome. You can control, you can take control of this. You really can. If one way doesn't work, try another. Maybe you can't think of another way, and in that case, sit down and brainstorm a little bit or take a breather from it. I know that sometimes, um, like, I sit down, I'm like, I don't know. I just don't know. But then when I give myself a little bit of space around it and be like, you know what, I'm just going to let it sit for a while. And it's not even on the forefront of my mind, but a lot of times I'll be doing something else or and the and a different idea will come or if I'll just sit down and give my ten, myself like 10 minutes to just kind of write about it, then something new will come. And in that new idea, it could be exactly the answer that you need. You just have to do that. So the answer will come. I promise you. So I'm going to leave you with that, guys. And I just hope you have an amazing week. And I am just glad to get back to our normal schedule, even though I totally, totally enjoyed the not schedule, too. <laughs> have a great week.